What's going on, you beautiful people? I hope you're having a great morning, evening, afternoon, whatever the time of day it is, and you're watching this. I saw it's fantastic. Coming back with another episode of Mental. Um, this month, focusing solely on men's mental health. Um, you know, it's November, Movember. Um, we're raising a big goal of hopefully raising around $10,000 by the end of this month. Talking about men's uh, mental health and raising funds for it. Um, this project this month is talking to outstanding men that I'm I have the pleasure of being friends with or getting to know. And um, this is um, no different episode. Um, Mr. Alex Paz, director, creative director of um, Palms Place Creative. Uh, amazing gentleman I've gotten to recently know. Um, friends with his brother, and I've just heard nothing but amazing things. He um, shares a similar passion uh, about talking about men's mental health, or just mental health holistically. And um, I am really um, have the good fortune of you being on. Appreciate I'm it, man. Excited to be here. Let's get to it. Appreciate it. So you know. Uh, I was just telling you beforehand, we're just gonna go to the questions and start there and you know, just have an open dialogue about it. Cool? Yep. yep. All right, so the first question, did you know every minute a gentleman passes away um, from suicide? So when you hear that, what are your initial thoughts? Um, yeah, I think it's been something that's been brought to light a lot more recently. Um, I feel like it's kind of been going around Instagram a lot lately, so I think it's kind of a statistic that you can't ignore that I feel like maybe people have been ignoring mm -hmm. um, for a long time. Yeah. Um, I personally know, you know, Sadly, you know, a lot of people in my life around me that I've known have committed suicide. Um, one of our cousins committed suicide. So it's definitely a topic I'm familiar with and I've been around and, you know, talked about. And um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I can understand why and mm -hmm. I feel like it's not talked about as much. But yeah. You um, opened up a little strong there. Huh? Yeah, no, I, I liked it and I appreciate it because, yeah. you know, you're talking about, you know, personally, um, what's how early and then how recently have like you found out about those things and what are the implications since and like how have you you know responded from your first time hearing about your first friend to you know recent times um i think when you first hear about it it's it's a little strange i think i was i was 14 mm -hmm. when um one of our cousins committed suicide and it was something that like we weren't that close with them we had met him a couple times but like it weirdly was and I've had a good amount of, you know, per, you know, personal deaths in the family, different things that we've dealt with um, throughout the years. But it, like, hit me a little harder than yeah. other deaths. And I don't know if it was because of, like, the realism of realizing, like, people do take their own lives and that it is something that actually happens. And then it happened, like, close to home, even though, like, I wasn't so close to him or, like, my brother maybe wasn't so close to him. Like, it was still, like, family and, and it was in our circle and it was someone that we knew. And, and I think that was definitely, like, a shock. And it, um, yeah, it stuck with me for a long time. It actually was something that... I led a retreat in high school and I remember I gave my speech on like suicide and like checking in on people and um, just like how important that is and just how it does happen. Yeah. Um, so I think it was something that definitely like lifelong did stick with me for a while. I have like a suicide prevention ribbon actually tattooed on my oh, wow. arm right there and it says rest easy. But um, yeah, so it's definitely something that I think at that age at like 14, it was like, holy shit, like yeah. this happens. Like it's not just something you see in a movie or you hear about like, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to people that you least expect it to happen to. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, the people with the biggest smiles are often the ones that are hurting the most. Um, but yeah, and then I think, you know, someone else that was like closer to our family, um, closer to my brother actually, you know, kind of happened to. And it's just, it's crazy. It just, I think just the realism of like anybody and anybody and you don't know who's struggling mm -hmm. and just how important that does come back to whether it's men, women, whoever it may be. I think men definitely are like frowned upon more and like sharing their emotions about things, but yeah. just in general, like checking in on people and 
being able to be open with people and hear them out and also being able to be open yourself and feel comfortable like opening up to people when you do get to those you know dark places mm -hmm. um, I think that's something like I was kind of like reflecting on when you were talking about it of like you said it up at 14 years old I think that's around like eighth grade freshman year time yeah, freshman year. and um, for me it's weird because uh, I cannot personally relate to that like I can't think of anyone at that early of an age that I passed away from suicide up until like you know my senior year up until like my first two years of college uh, but like for like my own like personal mental health is like also it's weird to be as like passionate and as like trying to spearhead this project to, that is only the last few years that I've been like really talking about it and like kind of really experiencing it but um, and not really talking about like my mental health and I think I've always struggled with it somehow or another and I think but it sounds like you're like kind of like more self-aware at a really young age about like mental health, maybe your mental health itself. And um, am I right or am I wrong? Am I yeah, I think it. I think it definitely became more self-aware. I think at that age, still you're like learning and going through things. And mm -hmm. I mean, you're really like that 14, 15, like yeah. growing up, figuring shit out. Uh -huh. um, I'm 26. I'm still figuring shit out. <laughs> um, but I think it's just like, yeah, I was definitely more self-aware that that type of stuff can happen, and I and I saw it around me and. Um, yeah, I think I think I was more self-aware about it. It made me think of it more. But I think at that age, though, like although it like hit me really deep and I knew what it was, like I don't think I really looked at myself that much when I had mm -hmm. issues. I'm like, oh, could it get there? Was it this? Like, what was going on? Like, what was all that? I think it was more just like, oh, it happens, and I know it happens, and it affects me on like looking out for other people. But I don't think it necessarily like at that young clicked like I need to do things to take care of my mental health. Mm -hmm. It was more just like recognizing it, but not really looking inward, I guess, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. it does. Okay, so, you know, as we're, like, we're talking about your mental health, like, do you personally still struggle with it? And or, like, you want to talk a little bit more about your like mental health um, life? Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think everybody struggles with their mental health at times, and it's definitely something that I, you know, I think struggle with on the daily, um, not necessarily in, like, a negative way, just, like, how can I keep my mental health, like, in like check. well and in check and um, I never really thought like anxiety was a thing until I was probably about like 18, 19, yeah, I was, I was probably 19 and uh, I ate like some type of edible thing and it really like put me, and I wasn't like a big smoker or anything like that, I mean nothing, nothing against it, just at that time I, was, I wasn't mm -hmm. really um, and I, I ate this like edible and it launched me into like paranoia and it like that night I had like really bad like I don't know like panic attacks and all sorts of stuff and then the next day I went to an amusement park I think I went to like Six Flags or something with my ex-girlfriend at the time and that morning someone I knew that I'd gone to high school with got shot and killed in SF so it was like all these kind of like negative things were happening and I never, I never believed in anxiety. Like I, I was not an anxious person. I didn't have any issues with that. Like I remember I had a girlfriend at the time before that was like very anxious and things like that sometimes. And, and I didn't really get it. Like I didn't mm -hmm. understand. I was just like, let me just like hold this person and like try to be there. But like, I didn't really like, like just stop, like yeah. be okay. And it was crazy. Like I love roller coasters. I was afraid of roller coasters. I was like looking at everything around me, like terrified. I was scared to drive. I was scared to go to work. I was scared to be alone wow. for like three months. Uh -huh. after that happened I would just like lived in this like state of paranoia and it really like worried me about like am I ever gonna like get back to like living normal because because mm -hmm. I really I couldn't 
I couldn't really live normal. Like I just wanted to sleep after work. Like I didn't want to do anything. Um, and back then, like fitness was definitely more of my passion. And it was kind of like what, I mean, it was what I was into. I was like a personal trainer. I worked in a nutrition shop. Me and my brother had just like joined working with Myoblocks and like helping build that brand mm-hmm. uh, when we were that age. So everything was like fitness. So I was like, okay, let me try to like get back to what I enjoy and like work out. Maybe yeah. that'll help. And, and I just like, I really kept going to the gym and going to the gym and going to the gym. And like, I was there for like three, four hours a day, like when I wasn't like at work or anything. And it did slowly start like helping me. Mm-hmm. And like one day it just clicked and it went away. Not that I'm saying I don't have anxiety, like I still get anxiety, but that like paranoia anxiety or whatever it was yeah. like finally went away and I think since then it's like anxiety has been present in my life and it's something that definitely you know comes here and there and I think uh, being in the position we're at now with like Palm Place and actually like having to be bosses and like learn different roles and it, it's it's completely different it's, it's been like a year and a half and things mm-hmm. have gone pretty fast but I think with that comes like work stresses which is a big role on your mental health Yeah. Uh, and I feel like if you're not at least what I'm learning now is like learning to say no to things, learning to like organize, which I'm not the most organized person. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a very creative person, but I'm not very organized. So that's been something that I've been having to learn. And I realize how much better my men- mental feels throughout the day if I am organized uh-huh. and I do have like a checklist and I do have all that. Um, and then when it goes back to, I think, being like physically healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've definitely like through the years, like struggled with like partying and alcohol and like different things and you know just obviously you know you're 21 22 23 you're gonna go out you're gonna party and all that but I definitely have some triggers and things that I've had to like work through um and you know I think as a guy it's a lot of people will turn to like partying girls and going out like all this stuff when you're going Mm -hmm. through hard times and I can say I've definitely done the same um and it doesn't really help Mm -hmm. so it's like trying to find like positive outlets instead of you know, not necessarily negative outlets, just like different ways to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes back into like just your health and like working out and waking up earlier and finding a routine. And I think that's all stuff that I've been trying to implement more this year and like work on. Um, and it's hard, but yeah. I'm learning like for my mental to feel better, for me to feel less stressed out or less anxious or less depressed or like anything like that. It's like if I'm waking up early, if I'm like going through a checklist, if like my work stress isn't that bad. Like mm-hmm. the relationships around me are good. I think it's just like putting in that effort on like your day to day to make sure that your brain's healthy too. Because yeah. I feel like you could pour a lot into like being super physically healthy, but if you're not checking in on all the things that like can cause you to stray up here, like it's mm-hmm. just not, it's not really going to pay off. Dang. I, I like that. Uh, yeah. And I'm like gonna work backwards with what you're yeah, sharing yeah. Um, to like what you just recently shared about um, like having like a checklist and like a system like you know like as long as you get X Y's and Z's done every day like you know obviously like life's gonna happen you know you being a, a boss here at Palm Place like there's a lot of these like things that are gonna happen that are gonna happen on a day to day every day is a different day yeah. as long as like you know you do your workouts have your system of what you gotta get done and you know have to get done every day. This and the other thing that, like your anxiety and like the things that could um, lose you mentally, or like aren't as bad. And yeah. I can personally relate to that. Uh, it was like yesterday the day before, like at my work, I something like shit hit the fan really quick, early third of the morning, and I was like, normally I was like be mad or like something. I was like, you know, it is what it is, and like obviously we come came to like really quick solutions, but 
it was like, and I looked back on it on my way to work, I have a 45 minute drive. And I was like thinking about it. And it's because like, I, my thing is like now I wake up at six o'clock and make coffee. Yeah. Like pour over coffee. I don't know why. Just like some therapeutic crap. Yeah, it's the little things. I, really I have to is. go to a coffee shop and buy coffee. Really? Really? Yeah, it's expensive, <laughs> but like I have to. Like for me, I like going to a coffee shop, getting a coffee. It's like it makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. And like just like that, just like that small simple thing. And like for me, it's just making coffee, and then I do my morning cardio every day, and. Just like I make sure that I got like my system stuff done so that I can like make sure that everything else that you know happened at work and in like my life was all set to I like, can just get that shit done. But as long as like I had like my system done and dialed in for the day, everything else is kinda cool. And um for me I I kinda relate a lot to, you know, you had like a three month period of like, you know, high heightened anxiety. I think that's a good way to put it. Um for me, I had mine. Mine was like six times that long. It was like 18 months after I had lost the business and I kind of went into like this really deep depression what was the and uh, meal prep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I was just like really depressed and just like in this weird place of life of like also like trying to work, figure out my identity and you know just anxious on like you know wanting to start another project but then losing it and you know just all lose like kind of like dumb things that happen. And especially being young, like we're both relatively young. Yeah. I'm 23, actually 24. So like you know, we're young and stuff, and learning, and um, it was just like up until recently, especially with this project, which I'm very blessed to have, is that to talk about it and get to reflect is that I was just most likely just because I wasn't just doing the little things. And you know, when you like think about or like look into like how to get help, and there's a lot of solutions of like you know going to therapy and or doing all these like kind of like bigger things. I feel like are like big jumps and leaps. As for me, it was just simply just waking up at 6 a.m. to make coffee, or doing that cardio, or uh, whatever the fuck it is that you got to do to make sure that you're set. Go get it. Go to a coffee shop. Which, shoot, I would love to go to a coffee shop. That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, and, you know, just like those small little things and doing it with, uh, with an intention. Uh, and uh, with the intention that you know that it's for the betterment, for the betterment of you and, like, your mental health. So I think that's, like, kind of cool. And, um, and I, I really appreciate you, like, sharing that. And then, you know, talking about, like, your um, younger years of, your mental health. Uh, for me, I didn't really acknowledge that I had like an issue with like mental health. I think I was just like super denial of it. And I vividly remember like my parents like threatening me to like take me to therapy as a kid. It was like a little too toxic. And I didn't realize like how much of an implication that was going to make in my adult life. Um, um, and so like it's really weird to now look at it having gone through a full year of therapy and like now doing this kind of a project, how much of an impact it was. But um, do you think that you had some sort of like mental health at a very young age, you just didn't realize like it was an acknowledgement until like you know you're older, until you got um, older? Does that make any sense? Not necessarily. No. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say say that. I think it was just. Yeah, I mean, everybody goes through shit and, you know, dealing, yeah, yeah. dealing with different, you know, family issues or friend issues or whatever it may be, mm -hmm. but, no, I think I think at a young age I was pretty surrounded by, you know, a lot of the right people and, and the things I wanted to be around, and, um, 
I think I definitely saw other people at a young age go through things, um, like different things like maybe self-harm and, and, and stuff like that, like literally like middle school, stuff like that, like people I knew um, where I had to like, like reach out and like talk to parents and stuff like that like when I'm like 12 years old or something like that. It's like seeing things like that, like even before like the suicide, um, I think I definitely was able to see that that, that was there, like I was saying, but mm-hmm. not anything as, as personal to me. I think maybe it did make when I'd like have like a breakdown or be angry about something or something feel like, oh man, like can I get there? Can I get to that place of like feeling like that? And maybe that was a scary thing to like feel at a young age. Yeah. Um, which I think I definitely went through that at times. But like in terms of like having really bad anxiety or having like really bad stress or panic attacks or anything like that when I was like young, no, not really. It was, it was definitely more when I, when I got older. Um, and yeah, I think it was more, more mm-hmm. when I got a little older. Okay. I, and the reason why I asked is because, you know, after having so many episodes as far as that, um, a lot of people uh, have had different perspectives on it, and I just wanted to be curious, because for me, was, I started really young, and then I, one of the last guests, AJ, uh, he, him and I had a similar, um, similar like, viewpoint on how we just kind of like grew up with this like, high sense of like, uh, depression at a really young age. And, and then, you know, to Billy, who, you know, his was more when he was older, around my age, when he kind of got into his like, um, mental health issues at times. I think so, when you get to like that, when you, sorry, when you get to like your mid-20s, you're kind of like, all right, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Uh-huh. Like, and I think that in itself brings on a lot of like stress and anxiety and like could be depression, could be, I mean, whether you're doing really well, I feel like it's still like, what do I do next? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, mm-hmm. like how am I going to have a family? Who am I going to be with? Like, I think you just, you start thinking about all those things. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe that's why, if, like you haven't had it from a young age, why it kind of hits all around now where like maybe if you've had it at a young age you can kind of deal with it a little bit better as you mm-hmm. get older but I think if you haven't like it comes as like a shock like for me gotcha. even anxiety came as a shock to me like what what the hell is this feeling um and I still I mean I'm still figuring my shit out for sure like uh-huh. we have something good going here and, and it's it's great and it's been growing and you know we're super proud of it but I still have a lot of personal things I need to work through things I want to get better at and you know I, I think that's that's gonna always be a thing for anybody um, mm-hmm. Some of us have it down better than others. Some of us need to work at it more. I'm definitely one of those people that needs to work at it more. Like, yeah. I definitely have a lot of fun doing what I do, and, and I love what I do, and I enjoy it. But the back end stuff is hard for me. So you know, that's something that takes a lot of my mental to like put into learning and trying to get better at, and and it's like an, an ongoing thing. But mm-hmm. I do think at our age, it's why it come. It, I think it just comes on like tenfold because things start getting real and. You're at that age where you're still young, but it's like, yeah, you should kind of have or at least be working at finding like where your where your yeah. place is. And then it's like, OK, well, where's my place? And that uh-huh. brings on all that extra shit. So it makes uh, sense. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it makes sense. Uh, I, I, and it's funny. I'm uh, not funny, but I laugh not because it's funny, but because I can totally feel it. Like, yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's just something I personally feel. Um, so, you know, with being a leader and a, you know, a boss here at Palm Place and with your life now being like so high paced and, you know, you're, you're killing it for a 26 year old guy and have done like some amazing things. 
but I also it's created a lot of stress as you're sharing right now of like yeah, stress sure. and certain like impacts on your mental health. Like what are the things that you do to help you, you know, besides just a coffee every morning? <laughs> um, I think lately it's definitely been like getting back in the gym mm -hmm. and my life was very gym based when I was younger and it kind of like burnt me the fuck out for yeah. a long time which I think gave me like a lot more like stress and anxiety and insecurity and different things because like I really didn't like working out anymore like I didn't enjoy it Got so it. I like, didn't look how I used to look I didn't feel how I used to look so like and I was partying a lot so like that definitely played into affecting my mental health I think in a negative way mm -hmm. um, I think now being like where I'm at and like with who I'm at and like the team of guys we have I think it's definitely become more of a priority of mine to like work out and to like I mean, even just like going to classes or like boxing, or like different different types of training have been a lot better for me and been mm -hmm. like a lot more stress relief. So I think definitely making time every day to work out has been like a big thing to help my mental health and my yeah. stress. Um, something I've been trying to do just as of like the last two weeks is like wake up and give myself like an hour before the day starts. That's just to like myself, um, nice. which that's definitely not always going to be the case. You know, you might go out the night before, do something or be yeah. here, like you may be running around, but like m I'm trying to at least like Monday through Friday, like most days of the week, like wake up by like 5.36, like, mm -hmm. because like I wake up and I reach for my phone, which is, I I'm, I'm bad on my phone. I think it affects my mental health a lot. It also affects my relationships a lot, I think, mm -hmm. because I'm always on my phone. I'm always on it for work. Yeah. But then I make up the excuse that it's work and then Got I'm it. usually just, just so it's both, right? <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. I mean, 60% is work, 40% is, my addiction to my phone now, yeah, um, which is bad, and I'm trying to work at that. But I've realized just like the last two weeks of like waking up and like my buddy um, Ant Woods. I don't know if you know Ant. Yeah. yeah. So like just seeing like his his stories and stuff of him like you know stretching and journaling and doing like all those things in the morning. Like I've I've kind of implemented it too, and like I've been waking up and like reading like a chapter out of a book, like stretching, nice. like drinking some water, like mm -hmm. and trying to just not touch my phone that first hour. Uh huh. And it, it's definitely helped like my day a lot. Cause then I'll do that. And then like, I'll go to the gym and like, I'm on my way to the gym. I haven't even checked my text. I haven't done anything. Like turn on my music, like start. Nice. And then I get back to things, but it's like, yeah. um, cause I'll usually wake up to like a couple text messages, like about work, about this, something went wrong, something happened. And it's like, mm -hmm. right when you wake up, like reading that is just like, oh fuck. Okay, here we go. Like, mm -hmm. so you start like in this like fight or flight mode. Yeah. And so I'm realizing like, I was living my life like that for like the last two years of like just every morning kind of waking up and like, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's not like a good feeling. I feel like that's not a good feeling. Like for my own mental health, it's not a good feeling. Like if, if you're dating someone at the time or like whatever's going on, like you're waking up and your first initial reaction is like, Oh shit. Like what's wrong? What do I have to do? What did I not do? Mm -hmm. and it, or like what got done? Is it done right? Is it not done right? So I think work definitely like, compares that and when you work for yourself or you know you have your own company or you're building a company like you know this project you have going on it's like you're always probably thinking about the job and about who's involved and about all this other stuff so right away it takes your mind away from like the present and I think something that I, I've been working on and, and struggling with is definitely being present with people um, mm -hmm. I have a hard time with it sometimes because I think my mind number one is like very my mind is like very creative and like I always want to like do something and do this so like, yeah it moves really fast and so I can't really like control it. Mm -hmm. And then aside from that, it's like work. There's always, you know, someone's texting me this or needs this or needs that, or I have to finish this or whatever's going on there. And then you have like, you know, your friends you want to hang out with, your mm -hmm. girls you're talking to, whatever, whatever you're doing, like aside from that too. 
so it's a lot. So I think just like taking, like, yeah, like now it's like trying to find like an hour for myself. And if I can't get it in the beginning of the day, trying to make time for it, like at the end of the day to like mm-hmm. read or like sauna or work out, or like just like yeah. do something again to kind of just dial back in with myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that that's been a big thing for me, especially uh, like if I look at it, I think I've, I've definitely struggled with being alone at times. Like, and I think that's something like not a lot of people talk about, like are open <sighs> about. But like, it, it's always been easy for me to like find company and like, it's taken me a couple years, I think up until like recently, just to like be able to be alone and enjoy being alone and like finding routines that I like when I'm alone instead of just like sitting there like, like fuck, like I'm alone, like I'm in my mm. own head, like it's just me. And, and so I think growing up, that was a big thing for me. Um, so yeah, now it's been kind of nice finding things that I enjoy to do by myself and like, Living in SoCal, you know, we moved out here two years ago. There's a lot to do, and yeah. it's definitely, like, you know, it's helpful. So, like, finding that routine and implementing, like, little things like we were saying to just um, give yourself time to connect back with yourself before you take on X, Y, Z, everything that the day is going to throw at you, uh-huh. I think is very important. And if you can't find that in the beginning of the day, taking the time at the end of the day to, like, reflect on it and sit with, like, how the day went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. So you were talking about like being independent and kind of like being by yourself um, and that's like taking you a few years to kind of like become like, you know, being okay being by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think, not like funny, but I think recently my biggest um, focus right now is trying to do that. Yeah. I, like I'm in that process <laughs> and it's not like funny, but it's like kind of I can relate to it in a different aspect because I'm going through that process right now. Actually, literally, um, so my birthday is next month, and I've been like trying, thank you, and um, trying to like plan out what I want to do for my birthday. And literally, like my first initial thought is like, who can I invite? Who can like come with me instead of just being like being okay, being alone, and just kind of like you know doing my thing or traveling. And it was like um, been like the biggest like struggle for me and. Um, at a time, it was like more like trying to find like a girlfriend to like you know f- not to be that alone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, up until recently, with the, my dad and I having a cool conversation about that whole aspect of like being alone and stuff was that you know personally, I always just like to I always had like people around me. Yeah. And you know to also just share because I do some cool shit. Yeah. So, but now more than ever, um, I have been like so proactive of. Well, I'm trying to be proactive about just like kind of being by myself and and learning how to like be okay being alone and working on those like small little neat details of like going to SoCal like today by myself and yeah, you know, just, that's cool. I was wondering, I was gonna ask like, did you did you come here by yourself? Yeah, you and that? you know, that's just cool. like cruising by myself, literally just being at peace with myself. Or uh, last two weeks ago, you know, I was uh, in Yosemite by myself, like. Instead of, you know, just like those little things and being, it's one thing to do those actions, but it's one thing to, to another to be okay and be at peace with that. And I think. Yeah, it's like you can do it and then you're just sitting there like freaking the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, like what the fuck do like, you yeah. And you don't get to really enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. right now, it, I think that's really cool. And I kind of want to sit and talk about this for a second because I think now more, especially after COVID, you know, we're all like isolated, you know, might have just been with just like our immediate family or a small group of people, but we're pretty, for the most part, isolated yeah. for like the last like year or so. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to talk about COVID exactly, no, but just like the yeah, whole, yeah. I, you know, just being isolated 
Um, and I think now, like, so many people are just so fixated on, like, trying, like, to get back to, like, getting to be around people, like, all this, like, group stuff. And I'm, like, the total opposite right now. And um, how, how, what were the things that you personally did or have, are doing to, like, be more okay with, like, being by yourself and, like, doing certain things by yourself? Because honestly, this is kind of cool. I want to learn. This is like. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm honestly not the best example, but I think I'm. I'm learning too. Um, I, I like you kind of said. I was. I've always been someone that like keeps a lot of people around. I feel like um, growing up, like I, I have the best parents in the world. They've done everything for me and my brother. Always put us in great positions to, you know, succeed or look at what we want to do and try new things. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't feel like I was as close with my family growing up. Um, and I don't know if that was necessarily me just kind of pushing away or whatever it may have been. So I was always very close with my friends. Okay. Um, so I was always with like my close group of friends, like together working out, like at their house, you know, living with them, whatever we were doing, like we were always together. And then I've moved around a good amount, but I think up until recently, like it's really been kind of like a shock to like two years ago, I moved to Orange County. Like, really moving, you know, we moved with Mile Blocks and with the company we had at the time, like, getting a new warehouse and all that. But I think, like, like this time when I moved, like, I, I knew I wasn't, like, coming back. Like, yeah. I, I knew it was, like, this is probably the move for the rest of my life. This is where I'm going to have a family. This is where I want to be. Like, mm -hmm. this is where, whether it's Mile Blocks or Palm Place or whatever it is that we end up, like, doing full time and, like, takes up all our attention in our life. Like, like this is where I want to be. Like, I'm not moving back to the Bay Area anymore. And, like, for mm -hmm. me, like no one moved with me i mean yeah. my brother right yeah, your so, brother, like, yeah my best friend my brother like my little brother like he's here and and obviously like i'm friends with his friends and i have my own friends here but like out of my like circle and like the people that i really grew up with and that i that i love and that i spent all my time with and like you know the person that will call me and be like you're being a fucking dumbass what are you doing whether i want to hear it or not or like mm -hmm. the person that i can just like hang out with and like be in the same room with and feel better like i think you take that for granted sometimes like like those friendships where like I would just something's going wrong and I just drive to their house and like I know I can talk to them like yeah. I don't have to hold it in around them like I can literally sit there I can cry I can mm -hmm. talk I can be pissed I can hit things like whatever I want to like let out I can around those people uh -huh. I don't have that here yeah. so for me that was that has already even been something like even going through like a breakup here going through different things like um it's very different like I don't have that sense of like like, I have great friends here. I've made great connections, great friends, the guys that work here um, with me, um, people outside of that. But, like, my immediate, like, my, like, her family, I'd say, you know, that they're, they're not here. So, mm -hmm. learning to be alone while not having that, too, has definitely been kind of, you know, very hard for me. Uh, and then I've had my dog, which uh, my dog's even up north right now. Uh, he's been living with my parents for, like, the last three months because... In my last relationship, two of the dogs didn't get along, so it was like this whole thing. So I had to like move him up there, and that's been ten times harder because uh -huh. like that that my dog like his name's Kona is like my everything too. So like hmm. not having my dog, not having like my close friends, not having things like that has been very hard for me. And then trying to learn to be alone has been hard because um, like I said, you know I've always been a relationship guy, I've always had friends, I like different things. So um, yeah, I mean, I can I can give you the pointers and what I've been trying. I'm not going to say that I have it down, so I don't want to be like, do exactly what I'm doing. But I think, like I said, it's like finding the routines and finding things you enjoy to do alone. Um, like reading or the gym or like just, ch I like checking out new places. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily, I love what I do for work. So I think that's a big thing that fuels like being okay, being alone and like working on a project or going here. And like, I think meeting new people has been a big thing for me. I, I really like like connecting with new people. 
and not saying that necessarily is going to turn into a friendship for life, right? But, like, yeah. just going places like you're doing right now. I mean, even us meeting, like, we've met, but, like, talking more in detail. But, like, yeah, yeah. going to different events, going to different, you know, I like going to shows, like, hanging out with new people, meeting new people. Just, like, right away, like, you never know, like, what someone's going to bring into your life and what you can bring into their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of goes back into, like, like, your network and, like, the people around you, like, like, say hi to everyone, like, give people the time of day, like, try not, I mean, obviously, we're busy, but I think for me, like, weirdly, I've been more comfortable being alone by, like, seeking things that don't have me be alone, if that makes sense, like, okay. just, like, like, being okay doing things by myself, yeah, yeah. not necessarily needing someone there all the time to do those things, but, like, try new things, and okay. I think that has definitely helped, um, like I said, I think finding the routine, like, finding peace in a routine, like, that, like, hour before the rest of my day, or, like, doing anything like that, like, it really has like brought me like a lot of like peace those days that I do it. So I'm yeah. like, I enjoy that. Like I like that time and like, there's no one else there. It's like quiet. Like I walk out to my car, it's still like super quiet. Not many people uh-huh. are awake. Yeah. So I think finding things that like benefit you and working at them and like doing them by yourself has definitely helped me find like peace and being alone. And then sometimes now I'm like, oh, I just want to go like sit at my house by myself, which uh-huh. I would never have said like a year ago. So I think also like making your space home, like, like I said, I can be kind of scattered and messy and stuff like that for sure. But like cleaner my room is, the cleaner the living room is, the cleaner everything is. Like I get home, I'm like, oh, peace, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. relaxed. Like, so I think, and staying busy has definitely helped me, you know, not always feel like I have to be doing something. And I I still have that urge sometimes, like I want to go out, I want to do this, I want to do that. But the busier I am, then I'm the more tired. Then I'm like, okay, we're just chilling by myself. And mm. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to be anywhere. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I guess to sum it up, like routine, being open to doing things by yourself. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, don't have any company. But like, if you're going to a workout class or you're going to like a pop-up event, you're going to something by yourself, like you're still alone. Like you're going there alone. So you're still spending time with yourself. And like, you're seeing how you communicate with new people and what you do. So like, I still take that as like being alone and being comfortable enough to go do something alone, Mm -hmm. but it may bring you like a new friend or it may bring you a new connection. So yeah, yeah, I think just like being open-minded, finding a bit of a routine and if it's really hard, get a dog. Yeah. And that'll help you kind of move into like making it easier to be alone, I think. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The two biggies I, I really catch on from that is one to you know, do things that, you know, with the intent of like going by yourself to do it, but that you don't have to be alone the entire experience. So like, you know, if you meet someone new or, um, or meet someone new, just have a cool conversation or just something, you know, minor. It's just that, you know, that you're at least doing that by yourself and like kind of getting kind of like uncomfortable by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Being uncomfortable, like enjoying being uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, so like me, like, uh, and um, when I get my interview, I want to talk a lot about it is like um, for me, like my mental health has always been like uh, going out and uh, hiking, like yeah. being outdoors. I love that. It's like my thing. It might look deceiving, I'm but not a hiker. and like I literally <laughs> if I could be outside all the time, I would love it. Yeah. And uh, it's weird because like I like to, to see amazing things. I have tons of pictures, like some of the coolest yeah, places yeah. you can see in the world. But I think the best part I've always loved is I always meet someone new every time I've gone out. Even if it's just like in a passing. I don't know why, but sometimes I always talk to at least one person and have like a conversation. And that's like always the highlight of my trip. Yeah, Yeah, like seeing that, you know, whatever 
it's super cool, but. So you were talking about like being independent and kind of like being by yourself. Um, and that is like taking you a few years to kind of like become like, you know, being okay being by yourself. And I think, not like funny, but I think recently my biggest um, focus right now is trying to do that. I like, I'm in that process. And it's not like funny, but it's like kind of I can relate to it in a different aspect because I'm going through that process right now. Actually, literally, um, so my birthday is next month and I've been like trying, thank you, and um, trying to like plan out what I want to do for my birthday. And literally like my first initial thought is like, who can I invite? Who can like come with me instead of just being like being okay by yourself? Well, not by yourself. Of course, you had your brother when you moved out here, but um, you know, it's just like still that feel of isolation. For me, I can relate to it only to the extent I lived in Hawaii for a year to go to school, and I that's what kind of really went to the downhill of my mental health for yeah. a long period of time because I was super isolated. Yeah. Not in the sense of like being on an, on an island. island, but you are on an island. Yeah, yeah I was on an island. So yeah. Like physically, I was for sure isolated, yeah, yeah. but uh, like socially and like emotionally, I was isolated, yeah. and. Um, and I think that's like some like cool to like I can relate to that in a weird way. And you know, sad that I came back and got back to being comfortable. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's something like that you really think you brought up that I really appreciate. Yeah. And um, so you know, as we're, like we're talking about this, and it's weird, not weird. I think it's cool that we're able to like talk about this, and it's like just an easy conversation. But you know, for someone else, like why do you think it's harder to? Generally speaking, men, it's harder to talk about mental health. Um, I think for a long time. I, I mean, I think it's like a little less now, but I think people kind of, you know, they push men to not talk about their emotions and be like just quiet and strong and, and not in tune with like, not necessarily not in tune. I think just like they look at it like as weak to like share what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I think some people still look at it like that. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your view on things and like, that's how you may have been raised and that, that's how you want to be, like, mm -hmm. to each their own. I yeah. mean, I'm very big on, like, whatever you do with your life does not affect me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't care whether you're, whatever you do, Republican, yeah. Democratic, gay, straight, like, whatever it is, like, I'm going to try to treat you the same because it, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, you, yeah. You have, I mean, hopefully you have a positive effect on my life and I have a positive effect on yours, but, like, whatever you do on your downtime has, like, I don't care. I don't uh -huh. care what your opinion is, not in a rude way, but, like, you're entitled to feel how you want to feel and mm -hmm. act how you want to act and do what you want to do. And, yeah. And, as long as you're not rude to me or my people or anybody like that, like I'm, I'm cool with you. You should be cool with me. But I think it is. I think people like look at it like as weak. Um, and I think that's why people try to remain quiet. Like, oh, like I need to live up to this or I need to do this for my family or I need to be like this. And if I don't do this, I'm mm -hmm. letting people down or I'm, you know, whatever it may be in that whatever they're like, I think a lot of it comes from like your parents or like your culture. Mm -hmm. or predisposed notions or maybe the people you look up to are very like stoic and, and don't talk about things like that but I think it really does come down to the person like I'm a very emotional person like I'm a very emotional person and I'm a very passionate person but I I don't really hide my emotions like I also wear them on my face so if I'm going through something or if I'm feeling some way towards you like you're gonna know yeah um, so for me I have to talk about it I have to like be open about it I think it it's a really good attribute that I have, I think, and it's actually helped me in a lot of ways, but I think it also can, sometimes I'm like maybe too emotional or too over the top, like I want to fix things on site or I want this, and like that can also lead to issues. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, don't necessarily like rely on somebody else. Like look at yourself, look at how you feel, look at how you process. Like, am I someone that needs to talk about what's going on 
or am I not? Because if you're someone that feels like you want to talk about what's going on, but you're not getting help because your dad doesn't ever talk about his emotions or this athlete you look up to doesn't ever talk about their emotions, like then you're just, you're not doing anything for you. You're still like acting on like doing something for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like looking at like what helps you and like what you need to do. I think culture is opening up, I think more to like men talking about their mental health. I think a lot of athletes, actors, you know, people of, you know, higher positions definitely do encourage it more now and are speaking about it and, and telling people like, Hey, it's cool. Like, you know, it's been a hard year, even with COVID it's, you know, a lot of things are going on and like open up, like speak about it. Don't be scared to talk about it because, and I think that's important. Like what you're doing right now with this podcast um, and just what I think people are doing in general, like it's okay to talk about how you feel. Like there's nothing wrong to talk about like what you're feeling. Um, You obviously don't need to like spill every emotion in the world to everybody, but Mm -hmm. like if you're going through something like it necessarily doesn't need to be like jump on a podcast and tell everybody your problems. Mm -hmm. Like, it can just be like have that one person that you feel comfortable enough to talk yeah. to, whether that's therapy, whether that's your friend, whether that's your girlfriend, whether that's your dog, like whoever you need like to talk to about things, like at least have that one person that you can talk to. Because I feel like if you don't, your mind just becomes a scary place. Definitely. And I think we've all been there. I mean, I, I've definitely been there. There's been times where I try to not talk about it and being very overly emotional and feeling like I feel everything tenfold good bad i'm very high low high low so for me if i don't speak on it and like work my way through it with at least somebody that knows my brain and can like talk me through things like it just like boils and mm-hmm. then i like explode so uh i think that's been something for me is like having those couple people that like yeah maybe they don't live here and stuff like that but i can pick up the phone and be like yo am i being stupid or yo like i'm going through this like and and you know hopefully that person's the right person that you're calling and and they'll be there for you and and that's what I mean. Like, you don't need to just kind of, like, hide in the shadows alone. Like, find at least one outlet to help you with your mental health and one mm-hmm. person that can help you with that. Because um, it's not cool to not talk about your feelings, too. Yeah. Like, to me, I don't, I don't see any, like, I'm not going to respect you any less if you say, hey, I'm having a shitty day versus you're just like, no, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. I can probably tell you're not good. Yeah. <laughs> so, in my head, I already know you're lying to me now and you're probably lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. So... If you want to put that front up and act tough and be that, cheers to you. All yeah. the same, but like people see through that a lot of the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think be able to be open. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, the, I think one of the coolest things about this project is that I, I get to know and, and understand a lot of people differently or more. Uh, yeah. And like for you personally, I think it's cool because I think you and I can relate to a lot of the similar, uh, we have a lot of similarities of that, you know, I, I, I'm for sure a very emotional, passionate person, for yeah. sure. And it's uh, funny that, um, and I bet you might have even told this once or twice, is that, you know, you come off or maybe you're perceived as like this, like, very, you know, strong or stern person, but you're actually truly just a passionate and at times an emotional person. Yeah. Actually, I told that last week. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you can relate to that, but um, but on top of that, I really liked it a lot about you just saying, like, you got to have your people, like, to for certain things. And uh, and um, and our mutual friend, Billy, who um, we've actually had a lot of conversations about this, of, like, you know, who to talk to during certain times, like, uh, for me, like, it's for sure my dad, Billy's one of them, um, Eugene, who you know, um, 
are for sure like the top three people like in my personal life that I, um, and my aunt are like the four people like if I need to call someone about like having an emotional problem, my dad, um, like relationships, my aunt, business-wise, or just like that kind of professional side of me, Billy always. Yeah. And then Eugene is just the coin toss of it all. Yeah, yeah. And you and know, that's a cool point too is like having people in respected areas of your life that you know could help with like whatever it may be. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, that's definitely that's a cool way to look at it too. I haven't even thought about that, but I feel like I have that too. Mm -hmm. And it's um, really. Um, cool, especially with now and this year of just like a lot of growth in my life and this project is that, you know, I've been a lot more open about like what's going on and very transparent, almost sometimes, sometimes a little too transparent, but um, I think there's a lot of good coming from it because I was always that guy that would always check on people, but whenever someone would check on me, I'd be like, nah, don't worry about me. I got it. like, what's wrong with you? And uh, and to be able to share more and be like, you know, more open and um, uh, be able to have a conversation about like what's going on in my world. And I appreciate that you just like sharing that, you know, it's, you know, you're no less of a person, man, woman, otherwise, uh, if you share what's going on in your world or not, yeah. like you're, you're still a person yeah. and you all got shit going on. So I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, with coming to like the end of this pro this podcast, um, I don't really say podcast. I think it's more than a podcast. This project, this episode, at least this project, is that um, I really appreciate it because you know I've heard a lot about you the last like year or so, and um, but I've never met you. And then I just met you about a month ago yeah, yeah. in person. And um, for you for you to be on this and uh, for me to drive down and like be honest and take out a time of your day when you're a busy man. I appreciate it a lot yeah, because this is a really big deal and I think you can also relate to this yeah. and are very passionate as well. So I honestly I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. I had a good time. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, you know, with that, um, I think this is always like the, my favorite part of the is like when you're going through your tough moments, your tough days, like those like really shitty days, right? What's like that one thing, like that one saying or one quote that kind of like oh, get you get you like through that hard moment um i think uh probably a mac miller's line um, oh okay that's cool and you sent me this question but like i didn't think about it uh -huh. i was like i'm just gonna try to do it on the spot yeah because I, I figured like i'd have to think about it on the uh -huh. spot um but no matter where life takes me catch me with a smile probably Oof. i smile a lot you'll see in all my pictures i can't really look serious uh-huh so uh <laughs> But I think it just kind of reminds me, like, I mean, R.I.P. Mac, but just, like, to, to smile through shit when you're, like, stressed out. Like, like you were saying earlier, too, I think, like, you're going to wake up to a problem, but, like, you're going to fix the problem. And yeah. if you can't fix the problem, then you have to be honest and say, I can't fix the problem. And, and it's not the end of the world. Like, it may yeah. be a shitty day and a shitty feeling, but, like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Especially starting a business and going through that, like... Like, you're going to fuck up. Um, so I think just trying to, like, smile and, like, that all comes with, like, being, you know, like, I mean, a smile can go a long way. Like, as, like, soft as that may sound, like, you know, if you smile at someone, you talk to someone, you're on a hike, you, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. that, I think, just goes a long way. And I think on your shitty days, just remembering, like, like, shit's still good. Like, you're probably where you want to, like, you may not be where you want to be, but you're probably way closer to where you want to be than you were. And, 
-hmm. the fact that you're having this problem is already like a sign of growth because you're already here doing this for maybe this person and it didn't work out but like yeah well you already got to the point where like that person was down to do something with you so like mm -hmm. you know it's it's all just like looking at it in comparison and like in the time warp and thinking like all right like before like i would really want to have this problem and it may be shitty that i'm having this but like and just smile through it and get through it and mm. just move forward and realize that it's not the end of the world. I think that kind of relates to like your mental health in general. Yeah. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like one shitty day shouldn't end your life or, you know, end like, you know, it's like that meme or quote or whatever, like don't let like a couple seconds ruin like the whole day. Like it really only is like a little bit of the bigger picture. So yeah, smiling through it, trying to keep like a positive attitude and trying to keep, you know, positive energy. Hell yeah. I love that. That's a damn good way to finish. <laughs> All right. Um, so to everyone watching this or listening to this, um, I just want to say thank you for listening. I really appreciate or watching. I really appreciate it. Um, this month really is a big thing for me about mental health. And um, when this project expands into, still don't know yet. But I, I know that we're already starting to do a lot of great things. And we're already raising a lot of funds and awareness about it. And I greatly appreciate everyone doing their part um, to help me. So I greatly appreciate that. And um, Alex, thank you for being a part of this, brother. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And um, it's just really cool. I greatly appreciate it. And um, Alex, I want to give you at least this minute to share what's going on in your life, what's going on in the world, um, this amazing studio that I'm in right now, thank you. Palm's Place. Thank you. I just want to give you the last minute to share what's going on in your world. Oh, um, what do you mean? Uh, share anything, how to follow you, how to get a hold of you, oh, um, uh, projects, Yeah, business. so we have a creative marketing agency uh, called Palm Place Creative, based really cool. in Costa Mesa, California. So if you need anything really creative, design, branding, production, anything like that, feel free to come our way. Our Instagram is Palm Place Creative. My Instagram is pausealex underscore. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hell Appreciate yeah. It. I hope you guys have a great morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time of day it is you're watching this. Um, I hope it's fantastic, and yeah, catch you on the next episode.